Back on the KYMN Morning Show. Joining us in studio now is uh, Northfield Mayor Rhonda Pownell. Good morning, Mayor. Good morning. And City Administrator Ben Martin. Ben? Good morning, Jeff. Uh, council meeting last night. It's Wednesday yeah. morning. It's April the 6th. So you had the first council meeting of the, uh, of the month uh, last night. And the big thing uh, was water uh, and the water system and manganese. Yeah. yeah. I don't really know how manganese gets in our water, but somehow it's found its way, and uh, we've got some issues with that. Mm-hmm. Let's start off by uh, talking about you know, what those issues are and, and how, how, how and why this is happening. Have we always had a manganese problem? <laughs> well, the... Uh, <laughs> Go ahead. Probably. Uh, manganese is a uh, natural mineral, I guess, and um, it's fine in lower uh, level amounts. Recently, the state of Minnesota has come out with uh, new guidance about threshold of manganese as it relates to safe safe levels. So they've come out with health-based guidance that they've given in <clears throat> in preparation of our water study too. We are taking a look at that's probably one of the one of the most significant concerns we have with treatment of the water to look at finding ways to take those levels down within our water supply because the elevated levels are um, for infants under 1 years of age and then um are not recommended to be at some of the levels that our, our drinking water is at with manganese. Um, so our health providers and public health officials are aware of this, and we're trying to get information out regularly to people on it. And there's uh, advisory warnings kind of for pregnant women as well, but um, it's not a hard and fast uh, guideline as it relates to the new guidance of the state as it uh, relates to that. But so with that, it's really important that we take a look to find ways to remove that. And there are, you know, things through private reverse osmosis systems in people's homes that they can do to help remove that. Um, but that's expensive, and not everybody always knows from an education standpoint that it's out there. So we're really taking a look at the new system. So, um, so it's been, I guess, it's probably been in our groundwater for quite a while until recently these new guidelines kind of came out to identify what are safe levels. Is the now we have uh, the, the council came up with, and if I'm not mistaken, uh, the proposal is to build a new thirty-three and a half million dollar water treatment plant. Is that uh, do I have that correct? Do you have sticker shock, Jeff? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, you know, isn't there like a, uh, a little manganese uh, reverse osmosis thing you can hook up to our system now? Yeah. Well, I think Jeff. I mean that that came up last <clears throat> night in our council meeting as well. I think as we embarked on this, uh, the study of this and what needed to happen, they were looking at what other cities have been doing as well as what what Northfield needs. And from an equity standpoint, we're trying to balance out the cost with the health impacts. And not everybody has access to reverse osmosis to put within their home to filter all of their water and uh, as some of the questions were coming out last night and our staff are responding to them it was you know the Brita or some of the other uh, over-the-counter type filtrations that you can buy at the store don't they might but they might not remove all that manganese and from an equity standpoint this is really important people trust us to ensure that we are providing quality drinking water that the water that comes out of their faucet is healthy it's okay for them to drink now in saying that i would also just quantify here that in the study they said that all water currently meets primary drinking water standards but is that the best that we can do is that the standard that we want to stop 
at? Or is there another level that we feel would be important in, in terms of providing uh, really healthy, that next standard up of drinking water for all people throughout the community uh, where they don't have to go to the store and buy bottled water? It's just not economically. Uh, I think, Justin Wagner, our utilities uh, division uh, person that was there last night and was working with Bolton and Mink. Uh, he said that I think it was like a gallon of water at the store costs a dollar, right? But there was something about like, okay, I'm, I'm out of my limit here. But the point is, is that it's more expensive to buy that water at the store than it would be to get that through your tap. And so just the importance of ensuring everyone has quality drinking water that they can get through their faucet at home is just really important for everyone. Yeah, yeah but the, the $33.5 million, I mean, though, I've been drinking the water for 35 years. I don't have any problem <laughs> really, with are that. Are you sure? And, you know, there are things you can get. You like to filter it out a little bit. Yeah. But, uh, man, it's... Uh, yeah, that's a, that's a big sticker shock, you know. Coming yeah. on the heels last week, we bought a bunch of land in downtown mm-hmm. Northfield. We're building a new liquor store. That's going to be a lot of money. Talking about some of the other things, Bridge Square and all that. Boy, that's uh, you know all this uh, hitting us at one time this yeah. spring yep. um, is a lot. Is yep. a lot. And I would also say, Jeff, that if you're a person that struggles with ADHD and now has to take medication for the rest mm-hmm. of your life. That is a huge cost and one that could be potentially preventable. And one of the ways that you can do that is ensuring that people have healthy, quality drinking water. Uh, The high manganese levels was one of the areas where they said that that can have an effect on ADD and ADHD. Have we done a study on uh, Northfield and young people? Uh, Do we have have, uh, any type of data on uh, some on uh, the uh, the detriment to your health of this, uh, any anything that uh, hard data on Northfielders, the uh, not specific to Northfield, but that the, the Minnesota Department of Health's guidance was based on data and research that kind of identified at these levels that, that these things do occur. Um, so I don't think we have anything specific to Northfield, but that, that's what the guidance is based on. There's certainly, um, you know, the cost too. When you look, this is really becoming more the norm in communities. When you look at the cost comparison to these other cities, um, we really would be right in line with where they're at with that. <clears throat> I know, like in the part of the state where I came from, they just built one of these two for different reasons to keep nitrate levels out because they had elevated nitrate salt levels within their. Um, treatment that would be discharging into their river so they were trying to do that so that's another benefit of this it reduces salt so it saves on the salt usage in the community that gets discharged about forty dollars per year salt cost savings to the individual owner to not have to do um, salt within your water softening systems at home um, use less water approximately 2,500 to 4,000 gallons per, uh, per household in reduction in water usage so again you know, climate resiliency and water being a scarce resource. It's another benefit by having a centralized system. Uh, that's another benefit as well um, with that. So <clears throat> certainly we're sensitive to cost. The other thing is we might be in a really good time as it relates to potential grants. Now, it's an unknown, but um, there's a new magnesium program grant that uh, that we're exploring that the state has just issued that we could potentially explore we're at a point in time, too, with some federal grants. We've submitted uh, grants to our uh, uh, senators, uh, or excuse me, our uh, uh, Tina Smith, Amy Klobuchar, and then our representatives. We've submitted grants uh, 
through the new programs that they've got it through the ARPA federal dollars, as well as uh, some of the um, uh, capital um, projects that they're looking at approving at the uh, federal level. So we are trying to identify these in a water drinking system. Public health and safety should help uh, uh, should help put us in a good place with those. Now, we did hear last night that's not the norm on water plants to get grants, but again, this might be a unique window that we might benefit as a community with some of these programs that are out there. Where do we go from here? Uh, did the uh, council approve that? Does that uh, does that have to be voted on? Is there a referendum involved with this? Uh, what uh, What's the next step? So the next steps are the uh, action of the city council did basically accept the report. It ruled out as a uh, as a location the the Sibley option, and then really um, gave priority to the station options for the Hall Avenue or Maple Street locations. Um, as it relates to seeking land acquisition. Uh, so we'll be exploring that more as well as additional information as it relates to some of these cost questions and things would come in the future as well. So it moves us on to the next phase and really site locations um, would be the next step in the process uh, that we'd be looking at and then coming back to the council once we've got more information. Now, would this be a full wastewater uh, replacement? Uh, we, we have the wastewater replacement plant, you know, on the uh, on the north end of town. Is that is this a separate thing? What, what, mm-hmm. what are we talking here? Yeah, this is specific for water. Mm-hmm. Water treatment plant with the reverse osmosis, so gravity filtration with reverse osmosis, Uh, option where it will improve on the quality of the water that's provided to the community. So this would be an add-on to the uh, facilities that we currently have? Or would this be a whole new something? This This is new. And it was uh, the land that is just at the base of Spring Creek Elementary. It's uh, right now it's been used for ultimate Frisbee. It's been used for lacrosse. Um, It's kind of the what do they call it, the bowl? There's a sledding hill there. That land was specifically set aside for this many, many years ago. And so this is this has been in the works uh, for some time, and uh, the community members were very concerned about that location. But previously, there's been signs up that this was the potential that uh, site number three, which has been eliminated, I just want to say that, um, that that has been in process for some time, but I think the time is is right. We've done the study. We've done the analysis. We're identifying additional funding sources. We've taken a lot of public input on, on this, and we are also, um, if people want to find out more, you I believe there's a couple of videos on the City of Norfield's website about this if you weren't able to attend the open house. Um, but this, the time is right to move this forward, and we are doing everything that we can to ensure that we can drop that price down uh, through grants or looking at different loans, talking with our state and federal legislators. Uh, the cost is important to us, too. We care about that, too, because that's going to affect all of us. But the flip side of that are health concerns. And I think that people are very strong on ensuring that everyone within the community, it's an equity uh, issue in ensuring that everyone has healthy drinking water. All right, let's move on. Uh, the uh, You have some monies coming in uh, that have been coming in and are uh, will be coming in from the American Rescue Plan Act, uh, the ARP. Uh, ARPA that you had alluded to before. Tell us about this. 
Yeah, so the city of uh, Northfield uh, is, has received about half of our allocation, a little bit more. So we're expected mm-hmm. to receive just over $2.2 million in federal funds as it relates to kind of economic recovery, can be COVID response, uh, economic recovery, and then social programs to respond out of the pandemic, basically, process. And so um, similar to our CARES Act funding, uh, the city will have some discretionary funds. The council allocated uh, about half of that last night, about $1.1 million uh, that we, that was allocated. Um, a lot of that was actually decided during our budget process. So we were adding some economic development staff support um, that we've hired on to help, you know, help grow the tax base, help respond on exploring grant opportunities and coming out of the uh, recovery. Our Spanish interpretation uh, that we have has gone to a full-time position. So, uh, so this is providing some dollars with that. And then a, a big chunk of that, too, is City Hall. We've done some safety security renovations to make some permanent um, improvements, I guess, related to safety and security. Includes things like some barriers where we have interactions with the public that will um, help with that. And then um, some mass distribution that we had uh, uh, this year uh, to, for the public. And then last of all, um, one that relates to a different agenda item, some software upgrades related to uh, what they call ERP systems related to kind of our financial software, um, building permit software, human resources like timesheets and things too that will be upgraded and then automated so we can uh, do all of that remotely through cloud-based systems as well. So um, the council authorized those uh, last evening, which leaves uh, a good chunk left, and uh, the committee will continue to take a look at um, recommendations. Uh, but the council did at least to move uh, forward with that first phase. Is there a time frame in which we need to spend that money? We have about four years um, to, alo- to to allocate those mm-hmm. funds, so we do have some time. So I, I think um, we're being thoughtful in the remaining funds on on how to allocate uh, those dollars uh, as we go forward. But there is uh, less urgency that we had than we had during the CARES Act funding where we basically had a 12-month period. Of course, we were in a different stage at that time, and it was much more about immediate response with COVID and trying to help out communities to respond uh, in those situations for things they weren't anticipating um, to, to deal with that. All right. Uh, anything else from last night's council meeting you'd like to pass along? I believe we there on the there was a lot on the consent agenda. There was about eighteen additional items that were um, passed with regards to the consent agenda. One of those, I, two of those, I just want to highlight. And I'm Please sure you're do, probably yeah. highlighting those anyway. Uh, Earth Day is coming up on April twenty third, uh, and so just for people to sorry back on mic back on mic <laughs> okay. move move around here. April 23rd is Earth Day in Northfield, and I know that they have a lot that they're planning on that. It's a Friday, Saturday, and I'm not sure, geez, did I get the right date there? But there's, um, if people want to find out what's happening, there's just a lot that uh, that committee is working on with moving that forward. The other thing that I wanted to highlight was the, um, the water conservation rebate program that's in there. You mentioned water, and the council passed uh, last night this program that would promote water conservation within our community, and that's really connected back with our climate action plan. So I'm sure that there will be more information coming out about that. Those are local rebates that you can get if you uh, purchase, say, a clothes washer that's Energy Star certified or shower heads, toilets, um, 
Yeah, an irrigation control system that has that water sense label. There are rebates that you can get. So if you're in the market for something like that, please check that out. All right. And that's, uh, you can find more information on the city's websites, uh, do you know? I certainly expect we will be having information if we don't already, Jeff. But, uh, we'll get that out, and <laughs> okay. we can share that with uh, Rich if you'd like to repost that on your, your page to your Perfect. listeners. Yeah. Perfect. Thank you so much for coming in today. Yeah. Appreciate it, and we'll talk to you again next week. All Thanks, right. Jeff. Thank you. Northfield Mayor Rhonda Pownell and City Administrator Ben Marting. You're listening to 95.1 The One.